Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. The Founding Fathers were dumb because they made the Constitution and they numbered it and the order is weird. They sat down, they had a feather, they knew how to make a pen, they were just being jerks. They went, Amendment number one, freedom of speech and freedom of assembly and freedom of religion. Okay, that's one. How about two? You can have all the guns you want! For two? How about like 17, 19? No! Two! Guns! All right, let's just put guns. He seems upset, all right? Amendment number three. The army can't live in your house. Okay, buddy, I think you're going through your own thing in life right now, and uh, I feel for you. I think a soldier might be sleeping with your wife, and you want to grab a gun and kill him, and I feel for you, but that cannot affect the list. Uh, This is like a forever list, and uh, we haven't even gotten to basics, like morning time is when you eat breakfast, so... Put it down in writing. The army can't live in your house. And don't you thank God every day for that Third Amendment? The other afternoon, this was Tuesday, I was in my apartment and the buzzer rang and it was the 101st Airborne. And they said, permission to live in your house? And I went, Third Amendment. And he said, gentlemen, he's invoked the third. Let's fall out and find another house. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hell, I am almost to episode 90. And before you know it, I'll be getting to that magic number of 100. I've got to stop procrastinating and start planning this party. Because I told you when I got on episode 50, I was planning on a party. I was going to invite everybody that listens to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. And I was going to invite them to the Hobo Fish Camp for a party. You guys know that I don't drink anymore. I do have some savings from what everybody has donated to my PayPal account. And I'm going to buy you guys some alcohol. But if you guys would like to come to the Hobo Fish Camp and hang out with me, If you want to bring your fishing poles and stuff like that, you're more than welcome to. We have a beautiful seawall. If you've watched any of my videos that I do on my YouTube channel, if you'd like to check out my YouTube channel, you can easily do that by going to TuttleTV.com. And when you go to TuttleTV.com, that's going to take you directly to my YouTube page. And when you go there, make sure you subscribe because when, when I get more subscribers, it pushes me up on the list and hell, you never know, I might end up on the front page of YouTube one day if I get enough subscribers. So make sure you subscribe. And while you're there, if you don't want to miss any of the stuff that I do, hit the little bell button there. Two things. You got to hit the subscribe button. Got to hit the bell button. When you hit the bell button, What happens is it'll alert you anytime I go live. I'm going to go live later today and pretty much on most days because I've kind of, you know, ignored my YouTube page because I've been concentrating on 
my podcast. When you hit that bell button, it's going to alert you anytime I go live or I upload any new content so you don't miss anything. I know you'll eventually get to it if you subscribe and you don't hit that bell button, but you want to be alerted right away whenever I go live or upload any new content. Now, That audio I played before I came in and introduced the beginning of the show was from Saturday Night Live, and it was from John Mulaney. And he did this whole skit during his opening monologue because he was hosting, and he went over the amendments. And the reason I played that, nothing shocks me anymore in the year 2020. So much chaos and dumb shit has happened in the year 2020. You would think as we progress through the years, things would get easier because of technology and scientific advancements. But no, 2020 has been one of the worst years that we have remembered in decades. And anything that happens does not shock me in the year 2020. Now think about this, guys. We're all Americans. We all respect our laws, especially the Bill of Rights, because that is the first 10 amendments. Those are the most important amendments. We've not had any new amendments, I think, since like late 70s, early 80s in the United States of America in a really, really long time. But In the year 2020, it should not be shocking that the Third Amendment is coming into play. And you're probably wondering, what is the Third Amendment? The Third Amendment has not been used in over 200 goddamn years. And that's how crazy this year has been so far that one of our amendments in the Bill of Rights is coming into play with all the bullshit that we're going through right now. And I'm going to play this audio and it's going to explain everything in detail about the Third Amendment. I bet you have no idea what the Third Amendment is about. You're not alone. Most people don't. The Third Amendment protects you from having to house soldiers in your home during a time of peace or during a time of war. Check and check. Yes, we are in a time of peace because there's plenty of peaceful protests going on around our country right now. But there are just that few select amount of assholes in our country that decide to go out and loot and riot. But you can't lump those people in with the people that are exercising their First Amendment right to assemble in peaceful protests. You can't. You really, really can't. So with everything that's going on in the United States with the coronavirus, the protests, the riots, the looters, all of this fits in to the Third Amendment. Like I've said before, you can't believe anything that's going on in the media because it's so skewed. It it goes both ways, people, because I, I posted on Facebook and Twitter today. And if you'd like to follow me, you can easily do that. I'm on Twitter at Tuttle, Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E, and the same thing on Facebook. I'm very easy to find. And I posted this. In the story that I posted, people were like, oh, well, you can't believe that, Tuttle. That's a liberal left-wing media uh, website. Well, guess what? I could have easily posted something from the right wing, and it could have just been as false as the left wing. You can't trust anything in the media right now. And that's why you have to take everything you hear on the TV, social media, and the internet with a grain of salt. That's the only way you can do it. But I just find it interesting that the Third Amendment is coming into play in the year 2020. It is the least litigated amendment. 
And the Supreme Court has never decided a case by it. Until now, because as far as I know, the Supreme Court is pretty much Republican controlled in our country right now. So I guarantee you this Third Amendment deal that's going on in the year 2020 will be heard by the Supreme Court. Now, I was going to try and wait until after this whole explanation of the Third Amendment got done. But I'm going to let you know what's going on. Okay, so. As you know, the president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, number 45, in his speech earlier in the week, said that he was open to using the U.S. military to control everything that's going on in our country. And that's a big no-no. I don't care if you're Republican or Democratic. It really, really does not matter what side you're on. I think we can all meet in the middle and understand that there's some laws and things you do not do in this country. And one of those being you don't use the U.S. military against its own citizens. You just don't do it. But in D.C., the D.C. mayor ended up kicking out the National Guard that was staying in some hotels. The Third Amendment, and you'll hear this later in the audio. I don't want to, you know, blow everything because, you know, I, I did a lot of production and, and I pulled this audio for a reason and I don't want it to go to waste. But what I'm saying is the Third Amendment basically says that the United States military, and I guess you could consider the National Guard part of the United States military, cannot live in a dwelling of an American citizen. Yes, this is a hotel that the National Guard was kicked out of by the D.C. mayor. But in this day and age, you also have to understand with a lot of people being out of work, losing their homes, not being able to pay their mortgages or rent. Hotels are considered temporary residents. And if this hotel does not want to have the military there, the Third Amendment backs them up, being able to kick them out if they wanted to. The media, they lie all the time. So we might not be getting all the details on this story. Now, if the hotel was cool having them there, I think the military has all right to be there if the hotel owner and management does not care. And then the D.C. mayor just to step in and kick them out. From what I've been reading, and I don't know what's true or false, I think that the military just basically thought they were going to be able to stay there. I don't know if they thought that it was going to be free. Let's be honest, with everything going on in our country, how quickly do you think that the U.S. government was going to reimburse this hotel for the National Guard to stay there? I know I'm going to get a lot of hate from all types of people over this, but the one thing in our country you do not mess with is the Bill of Rights. And the Bill of Rights is our first 10 amendments. You just do not get in the way of those first 10 amendments. Since the amendment is relatively unknown, and very rarely talked about, let's take a look at why it was included in the Bill of Rights. During the course of history, the English people were not very keen on having a standing army. And if they had an army, they wanted the soldiers stationed in the army to be scattered among the population to help prevent the army from going rogue and turning on the population. In the mid-1700s, as England fought France for control of the Americas during the Seven Years' War, the English continued this tradition of housing their troops in the homes of the colonists. I know that this amendment has not been used in over 200 years, but let's be honest. Ask yourself and look inward. Would you want to be forced to have the military in your home if you did not want them in your home or you didn't support what they're doing? I think it's a great amendment. Yes, I know it's old as hell and we haven't had to use it in a really, really long time, but I'm glad that it's there because I know for a fact as an American citizen, I would not want to be 
forced to house the military on U.S. soil during peacetime or not a wartime. It's just plain and simple. I support it 100%. And like I said, you don't mess with the first 10 amendments. After the war, the English believed they still needed to have a standing army in the Americas in order to maintain order and control the colonial population. So they passed the Quartering Act of 1765, which authorized the housing of soldiers in the colonies during peacetime. Bostonians felt that a large standing army among the population was designed to overwhelm the citizens and eventually something would happen to incite a riot. Oh, wow, man. As old as this bill is right now, and I don't want you guys to think that I'm supporting the rioting and the looting because I'm not. I do not support that at all. So please don't try to label me as someone that supports all the rioting and the looting. I don't. I really, really don't. But I find it weird that those words were used right now. I just find it funny that this old and ancient law, this old amendment, still holds true to this day. And I don't want you guys, and I don't want the Secret Service, the FBI, any of those government agencies coming here and paying me a visit. Hell no. I don't want any part of that. But what I'm saying, when we were ruled by the British at one point, they were our ruling power. You know, when we had our revolution at that time, when we revolted against British rule, a lot of people thought, oh, that's treason. You're going to jail. You're going to be executed for going against the ruling power. What is different about what we're going through right now compared back in the day? Because back in the day, all those people that revolted against British rule, they were considered traitors. They were. And if it was not for that revolution against the British Empire, we would not be here. We would not have the America that we have today. Do you guys realize that? I'm not supporting a revolution. Hell no. I'm not even going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. Fuck that. This event eventually took place, and it went down in history as the Boston Massacre. For the founders, the events of the revolution showed how disruptive and dangerous it could be to quarter soldiers in the houses of the citizenry. It was way too easy for an abusive government to use the military to intimidate the people or even use the threat of force to subvert the rights of citizens. I know we've not used this law or it hasn't come into play in close to 200 years, but what the fuck, people? I mean, you you gotta look at this as like, what the hell is going on right now in our country that we're having to bring the Third Amendment into play a law that has not been used in ages well i mean i'm gonna play some audio later on today it's gonna be a news story about general mattis and all the generals that are out there that don't support or agree with what our president is doing right now i know that i'm going to lose a lot of followers but you know what i looked at my analytics today and yesterday and i made a fatal error I really did. I jumped the gun on the show that I did yesterday about not talking about the coronavirus, uh, the riots, the protests, the looters, any of that stuff that's going on right now. I made a fatal error. I did. This is too important what's going on in our country right now. And it's weird. And I know and it sucks because I know that I'm going to turn a lot of people off. I really am. I know that for a fact. And I'm already coming to that realization and I'm, I'm just accepting it, but I'm not going to just sit back and not give you my opinion. 
I'm not. And I know I'm going to get judged by people. But if you are a true American, like most people say they are, you're not going to get mad at me for my opinion. Because that is what our country was built on. If you get mad at me because of my opinion and that in my opinion only, fuck you. You're not a true American because I'm not going out and I'm not harming you. I'm not keeping you from your opinion or your First Amendment right to say whatever you want to. I like my mind to be changed. My favorite thing on a daily basis is when somebody is able to give me some info and change my mind and go to the other side. I absolutely love it. I get an erection from it. It almost makes me want to masturbate to it when somebody is able to change my mind. And that's the God honest truth. I don't judge people on their opinions. I really don't. That's what makes America great is that you have that right, your own First Amendment right to say and do whatever you want to do as long as it's not keeping me from practicing my First Amendment right or physically hurting me. Like I said in the past, it is okay to be racist in this country as long as you're not discriminating and and physically keeping and keeping their rights down. That's not against the law. You're allowed to hate other races in this country if you want to. Do I agree with it? Fuck no, I don't. But that's people's rights. And that's what makes this country so great. So when they designed the Constitution, the founding fathers found it necessary to expressly prohibit the government from housing troops in the homes of everyday Americans. So to cover my ass like you have to do because you don't know what the media is telling you is right or wrong. Hell, there could be some stuff that comes out and that this hotel owner and the mayor had no right to kick the National Guard out of the hotel. But right now, I just wanted to talk about this because I just find it fascinating that the third amendment which has not been used in over 200 years is coming into play we're talking about a law that never has been in front of the supreme court you can't lie and say that that is not fascinating in any way all right i'll be back in a few minutes guys want to support the show go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com. Or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. All right, welcome back, guys. I know I'm going to sound like my former boss, Bubba the Love Sponge. And I used to, when I, when I used to hear him make these comments, I didn't realize how much he was being truthful. I just thought he was looking for something to bitch about. Now that I've been hosting this podcast, and I don't want you guys to think like I think I'm some big shit or anything like that because I'm not. I'm fucking recording a podcast in my beat up PT Cruiser at a place that I call the Hobo Fish Camp. And I need to just record that because I say that a lot. I really do. Back to what I was saying. 
Bubba used to complain about when he got off the air, he didn't want to be bothered. Now, in my case, it's a little bit different because I record my podcast throughout the day and I go back and I edit it. I'm not fortunate enough to be able to do it live. So I record it, tighten it up, edit it in post-production and make it sound the best that I can for your listening enjoyment. Throughout the day, man, I've got sponsors. I got two that I've been having for about a month and a half now. I have a third one coming in that I'm going to be running ads for any day. My prices are really cheap, guys. They are because I can't be too picky. Any money that I have coming in is good for me right now. But don't come at me and think that I'm desperate. Not going to fucking give it to you for like five bucks a week. Hell no. If you want to, and I have a website. I don't know if you know this, guys. I have a website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. Now, if you want to buy a banner spot, those will go a little bit cheaper. Now, if you're interested in advertising on the show or getting a banner spot, or you know what? How about this? I have a production guy now. I I do. I have a goddamn production guy. If you would like to sponsor one of my bits, I have that Radio Inception bit every single week that I do. I can easily get him to produce an intro, which I already have, but I can have him easily, your advertisement, to that intro. And I don't give a damn what your ad says. Hell, if you just want to promote your Twitter feed or you want to promote your Facebook page, whatever you want to promote, it doesn't have to be a business. You can do that. Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle at gmail.com. But back to the Bubba situation, I now understand what he meant about people pulling him in so many directions. In me hosting this podcast, me having to host like he does, and I'm not trying to put myself on his level because I'm not, but what I'm saying is hosting, having to talk all the time and set myself up for jokes and be the co-host and then edit and do show prep. I'm doing everything on top of the sponsors calling me, my friends calling me, helping my parents out all the time. And I start pretty goddamn early. I do. At the latest, I start at noon. But some nights, I don't go to sleep until 1 o'clock because I'm recording throughout the day and I'm editing and I get so many goddamn calls. But I need to give my friends the new number for the phone where they only have that. So if they call me on this phone, because I record on my iPhone. I don't know if you guys know that. I'm just speaking directly into my phone. I'm going to be getting a microphone soon. I already ordered it. So the quality of the audio is going to go way up soon. I want just the important people to have my new phone that they can call me on. And then the rest of the people, I'm not going to ignore you, but my iPhone, the one that I edit on, that's going to be the phone that people can call, leave me a voicemail. I'll get back with you eventually. I will. And I'm not trying to sound like a prima donna or anything. I'm really not. I got to start getting some sleep, man. I really do. The, the weird thing is I go through these phases. I had a hard time sleeping right after I stopped drinking because I was used to basically drinking myself into coma and I would just sleep until I got up the next morning. And the one thing I always did before I started drinking, I set my alarm for the next morning. I always did because I didn't want to get so drunk that I forgot to set it. So I always did that before. But I was so used to drinking myself to sleep that I had I had a really, really hard time going to bed. 
And for for the longest time, I've been good. But the past month, man, I've been maybe getting five to six hours a night. I know a lot of you guys, they say you need to get in between seven and eight to be healthy. They say when you start getting into the five-hour range, your body starts having problems with that. I mean, you'll be good for one day. But if it happens a couple of days in a row, you're, you're kind of screwed. And that's happened to me lately. Because I'm constantly working on the podcast, wanting it to sound the best that I can for you guys. I really, I I do. I want to put out good content for you. I take pride in it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go on a rant there. But one of the things I did want to talk about, and I, I know, see, that's the thing about the times that we're living in now, people. We live in America where you're allowed and you're supposed to be able to give your your opinion, free speech, all that good stuff, everything this country was based on. But it just seems right now you can't do that. You really can't. And it's your right to say it, but you also have to deal with the consequences that come with it. Because Public opinion does rule more than anything now. It does. So you got to be careful on what you say. Now, Drew Brees, I don't have a problem with what he said. I don't. That's his opinion. And I don't hold people's opinions against them. That's your right. It really, really is. As long as you're not infringing on my rights, your opinion does not matter. That's yours. And I'm not going to judge you for that. Well, I can't say that because everybody's going to judge somebody on their opinion. But I'm not going to hate you for it. What Drew Brees said, yes, it was a bad take. A bad take. When you're an athlete like that and you've worked all your life to get where you are and you're getting paid that much money. If I, I look, for example, I played baseball. I played college baseball. If I ever made it to that level where I was getting paid a good salary to play a game, you would never ever get me to say anything that was not a question related to the sport or the team or the franchise. I just wouldn't do it. Why take that chance? Professional athletes are allowed to have that opinion, but you got to know going into it, you're taking that risk. And I don't blame people for being upset at Drew Brees. I'm sure a lot of people are looking back on that Colin Kaepernick thing and they're like, "Ooh, wow. I think we messed up, guys. I really did. Hey, is it too late? Can we get Kaepernick back somewhere? Even if it's in the booth calling a game. I mean, really, they should be offering him an apology. Because if you're going to get mad at Drew Brees, I think he is the all-time touchdown leader right now. If you're going to get mad at him for his opinion, then what the fuck did you guys do with Kaepernick? It does not make any sense. One of the guys that I think needs to run for president, in my opinion, and you guys are going to fucking laugh at me, but I'm being, I'm being completely honest. I really, really am. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Trump. The solution, the solution for our country is the one and only Tony Dungy. Yes, Tony Dungy, because the guy has the greatest heart I've ever seen in entertainment. You can't, you can't, there's no debate about that. And the guy has the most common sense of any of the celebrities and people of fame that I've ever seen in my life. I think he can be fair on both sides. He's not going to go down party lines. And you want to know what? Tony Dungy has integrity. And that's what we've been missing in all of our politicians. And Tony Dungy, the thing about it is my example again about how the media is slanted. Why is this statement by Tony Dungy not being played all over the media, especially with ESPN just begging for any content? Why is this not all over the media right now? 
and we have to have Drew Brees saying what he said. I don't, I don't downgrade Drew for that. Okay, that's what he said. He may not totally understand. It may have been. Uh, not exactly the way he wanted to express it, but he can't be afraid to say that. Now, that is coming from a guy, a leader in the black community, and you cannot deny that Tony Dungy is not considered a leader in the black community. You know what? I think Tony Dungy does more for the black community than Jesse Jackson or Reverend Al has ever imagined or dreamed of doing for the African-American race. That's just my opinion. And I know I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for that. But Tony Dungy, like I said, has integrity. Reverend Al, Jesse Jackson, I don't know. I kind of treat them like politicians, in my opinion. Why are they not? Why don't you hear about those two on a daily basis? Because they got a name. So if they were doing something, they would get some type of media coverage for it. Why do you only hear about those two people? When the camera is out front and center, just being I'm just being honest. I'm not saying they don't do good for the African-American community because they've done some great things. They have. But I think Tony Dungy is the leader that the black community needs because he can bridge that gap between everybody. Republicans, Democrats, black, white, Spanish, Asian, any of the races, I think. Tony Dungy is the man that we need to bring our country, which is divided more than it's ever been in a really, really long time. And we can't be afraid to say, OK, Drew, I don't agree with you, but let's talk about this and let's 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 sit down and talk about it. We can't just say anytime something happens that we don't agree with. Hey, I'm done with that. I swear to God, you know. Me with my mental problems, guys, I have to look at things and make sure that it is actual reality because sometimes I doubt myself and I am like, there's no possible way I'm seeing or hearing this right now. And it is just so fucking refreshing to hear somebody with common sense and integrity has morals and will do what's right. I swear to God, you guys think that I'm joking, but Tony Dungy would make an amazing president. And I'm done with this person, and that doesn't make sense. I don't mean to jump back in, but fuck. Fuck me. We we made and elected a president that was a businessman that has filed for bankruptcy many times over. He hosted, he's practically a reality TV star. He's done bits and worked gimmicks in the WWE. I swear to God, this is a modern-day, real-life idiocracy movie. The guys that directed, created, and wrote Idiocracy are Notre Dameus. They are. They're Notre Dameus incarnated. Uh, we, we have to be better than that. This battle is not going to be won by demonstrating and throwing bricks through windows. Uh, it's not going to be won by the, the government saying, hey, we're going to bring out these weapons and dominate the streets again. That is not going to fix anything. And can I be honest? I think the Democratic Party actually has doubts about Joe Biden. The guy, listen, I'm not saying he will and I'm not hoping for it. But let's be honest, the odds are pretty good, pretty high that he doesn't live through his first term. And I'm not saying he's going to be assassinated or anything like that. I'm just saying I think he may die of natural causes. And do we need that? Because from what I'm hearing right now, who he's deciding is going to be his vice president is Val Demings. I mean, 
I like her. I thought she did a lot of great things in Orlando and Orange County, as well as Central Florida. But I don't see her being ready to be the vice president next in line to be the leader of the free world. I just, I love you, Val. I love your husband, Jerry. I I will pay Jerry like at least two or $300 for him to read an audio book for me because I love the cadence and speech and deliver. I love everything that your husband says. The former sheriff, Jerry Demings, now the Orange County mayor. Yes, I love hearing him talk. I sometimes, when I have a hard time sleeping, I will search Jerry Demings talking and just listen to him. And most times it does. I'm not saying he's boring. Just his cadence. It makes me relax, helps me breathe, and and helps me go to sleep. Let's be honest. They're not 100% confident in Joe Biden. And it's not too late, guys. There's no telling that... Biden's even going to get enough. You need a certain amount of delegates just to be nominated. And it's not even guaranteed that Biden's going to get to that point because I could see a lot of the people that supported uh, Bernie just voting for Bernie anyways to be dicks. And there's no telling. Biden might not even get the delegates that he needs. And there's there could be a brokered convention. And I think that's when Tony Dungy needs to just walk up in that bitch, grab the mic, Tell him his intentions of being the 46th president of the United States of America and just take that bitch over. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by PocketPairClub.com. With Pocket Pair Club, you can play in live poker games right on your mobile device. You can also play in tournaments, at cash tables, or just for fun. They have Texas Hold'em and Pot Limit Omaha. Pocket Pair Club doubles the first deposit bonus. There's a daily $1,000 free roll and a $50,000 nightly tournament. And it's all certified by Gaming Labs. Use referral ID 411-507. That's 411-507 when you visit PocketPairClub.com. All right. Welcome back, guys. I'm going to wrap this up, but I got to get a few of these things off of my list. Now, since I've become a host of my own podcast, I write random thoughts that pop into my head and I write them down for the show. But with everything going on, I've not been able to get to them. I'm going to try to knock some of these out. One of my random thoughts on my list And you guys, I mentioned this earlier. I've been having a hard time sleeping. And one of the main reasons I'm having a hard time sleeping is my parents' fifth wheel is parked next to a tree. And of course, trees have birds in them. But what's really, really weirding me out, I've never heard birds making noise, singing, chirping, whatever they do in the middle of the goddamn night. And when I first heard it, I really did. I mentioned that earlier again. It's weird how I bring up bring up stuff earlier that ends up pertaining to something later in the show. When I heard that, I thought I was really going crazy. I thought I was imagining it because I'm not used to birds making noise at night. What What is the deal with that? Is that something that's always happened? Is that something... I've never noticed before. Are these birds like rabid or is there something wrong with them? Does it mean like impending doom or death for me? Please, I gotta know because it's really bothering me big time. 
It's not, I mean, not only is it the noise that's keeping me up, but the thoughts in my head because it's really freaking me the fuck out with these birds singing, chirping, whatever they do to make noise in the middle of the night. Like owls, if it was an owl, I, I would get that. But these sound just like regular birds, like a cardinal. I know what a blue jay sounds like. And it could be a mockingbird. Who knows? But it's definitely not an owl. And it's really freaking me out, guys. So email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. Uh, that's Tuttle at gmail.com because I really, it would, it would really calm my nerves a little bit if you guys had explanation for why the birds are singing in the middle of the night. Thank you for checking out Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and share the show. Subscribe to Tuttle's YouTube page, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. Follow Tuttle on all forms of social media at Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E. And email the show anytime, Tuttle at gmail.com. Additional imaging and bits provided by CCA Productions. Visit facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. This has been Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?